Anchor.fm is the best podcast streaming platform and hosting platform out there on the internet. Everything's free uh, to upload, free to download, free to listen. Uh, They give you an ad right off the rip for you to make sure uh, that you're making some money. Uh, But the big thing, it's free. You can edit it right through the right through the app itself Um, it's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one place Um, but the big thing is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today so where do you buy these at bob evans (laughs) so you can ask them to buy one of the hats no they just have like if you walk in bob evans the front area like the foyer or whatever is hats and shirts and mugs what a way to say foyer yeah, I know. I'm coming in hot today. I haven't talked to anyone all day. I've got all this energy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I was, like, not excited at all. And then, like, 3 o'clock rolled around, and I, like, I had just, or it was right about 2, because I just won a Christmas movie trivia thing at work. And I fucking wiped the floor with these losers. God, it was so hard not to talk shit. Like, because I like winning stupid, trivial bullshit. Like, and it's like, it's probably my reason for a living is to win stupid, trivial bullshit. Not trivia, but trivial. If it has no stakes and doesn't matter at all, I want to win more than anything. But if it actually matters, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care at all. But if it means absolutely nothing, I want to talk shit. Hello. Like, I I beat the next closest person by a thousand points. And I turned around and they were like, wow, Ray's really good at this. And I just, because it was like over like Microsoft Teams. And I just like took myself off mute and I said, good things happen to good people. And then I left the meeting. <laughs> like, that's all the trash I talk I just love how many times you've just said, if it means nothing, I will do everything I can to win it. You said it like four times in a row. I think there was just like a circle, like you were stuck on a track and it was perfection. <laughs> I tell, I, I, uh, I like to rant like Chris Rock likes to tell jokes. I just hammer the premise. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I don't want to talk about trivia right now because I was, uh, we had a company trivia yesterday and I was Santa Claus who emceed the trivia. And uh, it was really bad. Yeah, I mean, I saw the picture um so first of all did you just have that laying around second of all i'm gonna ask all my questions and then you can answer them um one do you just have a santa suit laying around two did you get paid extra for doing this three they they for sure were like joe does comedy so let's let him MC this uh four why like do you need your job that bad now carry on okay so i didn't have it they bought it for me which was one of the reasons i wanted to do it because i was like i would love to just have a nice it was like a quality santa wig and beard so i was like this will be cool um and they yeah they're like joda's comedy he'll MC this and it was supposed to just be like a trivia night and uh usually like they have optional like you know like employee bonding and like 20 people will show up and it's like cool people you know what i mean like all the young hip people will go to this have a few beers end of the night it's fun like they, the like, queens m- of the stone age of your company yeah the queens of the company of the stone age and instead (laughs) i made that work instead they were like let's combine it with somebody's retirement party uh so there was like heartfelt, really really heartfelt goodbye speeches and like these people giving these really nice goodbyes and i'm just like sitting there in silence wearing this santa outfit and like my name on the screen is chris kringle 
and people That's are just so like, funny. "Who's Santa?" <laughs> like, <laughs> and then like like everybody like kind of wraps up the sadness, and they're like, "All right, here's the trivia. Be funny." And it was like forty questions, which is too much uh, when you've been sad for like an hour. Yeah, this one was twenty two questions, and it was borderline too much. Yeah, this uh, we even skipped five in the middle, except uh. This is my favorite part of the trivia by far because I thought I thought the lady like someone else was running the the questions, and I thought she was doing like a lightning round on the questions, so she's like flying through them, and uh, she messaged me in Teams like on a different screen and was like, "Hey, don't read the next five because I'm gonna skip them." Didn't see the message, so I'm just like trying to read them as fast as I can and just <laughs> yelling. <laughs> I'm like, "Name this name this Christmas movie. What are the options?" <laughs> Dude, so my. Uh... And so we have meetings over teams all like whether everybody's in the office or not like it's always over teams and like it's so funny because this lady that works with us like nobody will have any questions and then it'll be a good like 45 second break because they'll be like all right any questions at the end of the meeting like how they wrap up every meeting in a, in a corporation and it'll be 45 seconds and like it'll be right before our manager's like all right then that's good she'll be like ah like that's just how she starts it is she'll be like ah i missed the whole meeting could you go over it again for me and it's the same person every time does she do that shit too where she like raises her finger you know like those same people like that noise oh. You like know? if they like click it and where it like has their hand up on the uh, thing. Oh yeah. I just when I hear that ah noise, I just think of like older people being like, ah, not so fast, with like one finger up wagging it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We luckily we don't have a video because it would just be her dumb face, like confused half the time. And then she'll be like, I think I missed something. It's like you were here for the whole fucking meeting. We saw that you were here, you just weren't paying attention. At like email somebody. I don't need to be here longer. It's Christina uh, Aguilera's birthday. I got shit to do. Is it really? It is. I found that out. That's why I was listening to Christina Aguilera. Wow, I want to do special shout-outs to Christina Aguilera. She's gotten me through more than I'd be willing to admit. The puberty, dude. Puberty. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she's, she, what's that one song she has that's like, is that her that's like, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm going I'm to need you to get anywhere close to a real song. Is that, is that the one that's like, you are beautiful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. The, the most important part of the song that would signify it, yes, you should sing that part. I was singing the, I was like, all right, let's start with the verse, obviously. The part that I don't know the lyrics to, and we'll just mumble. Yeah, that was the one, like, that music video was wild. There was, like, an anorexic chick who was about to die in the music video. Dudes kissing, which was, like, a big deal then. Like, the Dirty well, X-Tina phase was, like, very, it was a big time in my life. My favorite thing about that song is, like, how she got it. Because, uh, you know, like, that band Four Non Blondes that sang that song was like, what's going on? No, you're, you're not that song good at this. It's the it's that song that's like and I said hey yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 so like the lady that was in that band the lead singer of Four Non Blondes wrote that hey yeah song or whatever and then she was one of Christina Aguilera's songwriters later like after that Four Non Blondes thing didn't pan out as much and so like Christina Aguilera walked in the studio one time and just heard her playing it on piano and was like I want it and that's how she ended up with that beautiful song wow yeah 
what a banger that song's yeah. really good uh i was listening to dirty when uh you came on so that's a banger i don't know that genie one. in a bottle certified banger certified banger let me pull up let me pull it because like when i pulled it up on title i was like all right what christina aguilera songs do i want to listen to and i was on like song six or seven of like the list it's just hard because like for this yeah but like when you were listening to christina aguilera i was just like really big into chumbawamba and so i know like i never got songs. into them except for i got into like tub thumping did you get into like the deep like punk stuff of theirs no just that just that song over and over again <laughs> That is somebody's like uh, a guy that I know from Akron. His favorite band is Chumbawamba, and I was like, "What a what a strange band!" And he's like, "No, it's not all like that. It's like a punk band too." It... Okay, I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Um, ready? Genie in a bottle. She was in Lady Marmalade. Dirty. Oh yeah. Fighter. Beautiful. Ain't no other man. What a girl wants. Oh my god, I forgot about that song. Candyman. That, that's about it. Come on <laughs> over, baby. Also, who uses title? I do. That's going to be like the next Zune. I had a Zune. <laughs> <laughs> Did they like give you a discount when you switched the title? They were like, hey, we heard you had a Zune. <laughs> No, my favorite part of about, of my, my favorite part of title is like you can tell when I have a stable job or not is because like I will like just deactivate my title account and then like I'll get like one or two good paychecks from a new job and then just be like all right it's time for title again like I just can't get into Spotify I know that like we post this on Spotify but yeah. like I just don't give a fuck like I'll listen to Joe Rogan on Spotify is title the same thing is it just like the same thing is it just streaming music yeah, pretty much. Oh, what the fuck? And they have like videos and like they do um like it's part owned by Jay-Z. So like that's why I got into it. Yeah. And they don't like so why like the podcast sounds like shit on Spotify is because what they do since they have so much music on there, they compress the files so it takes up less room on there. What Title does is they have like master quality so it doesn't like lose the uh it doesn't lose like the warmth to it. I mean, that's fair, but, like, if I want to listen to something nice, I'll just buy it on record. Well, right, but this has, like, all the music in the world, and then I can, like, listen to it and it not suck. It has all the music in the world, and you're like, I'm listening to Christina Aguilera, banger after banger. <laughs> yeah, it's her birthday, dude. It's her you're birthday. Gonna... Why do you know it's her birthday? <laughs> I, I, have, I have the internet. It's not like I know this. Like, uh, I... <laughs> I thought I... <laughs> I, I... <laughs> Since I got on today, it feels like you're mad at me that I don't know it's Christina's birthday. I didn't get her anything. Yo, what are you talking about? Like, the least you could do is stream her music on Tidal.com. She doesn't need any more money. She should be streaming my music. Do you have music? Maybe. I don't I don't think it's out there anymore, but I did. I know that you were in a band. Wonder yeah. me. So, like, this is going to turn into us making, like, a dad rock cover band. So, when... I mean... Like it's usually the other way around. Like people will like start as like a band and then like their fans will join in and then it kind of works its way into a cult. Like our end game is like turning into a dad rock band. Like 
which is really what Charles Manson was doing. He's like, hey, these people have to listen to my music. That's a pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. We're just doing. I feel like Charles Manson came music first. And then he's like, how do I get listeners? Do I write better songs? No, I start a cult. We started a cult. And then we're like, you know, it'd be fun for us and the cult members music. So yeah. Ours is like more wholesome of an intent, if anything. All right, guys, give us money. Now, here is Spiderwebs by No Doubt. I know. <laughs> That's the first dad rock song that comes here. We're, I'm I'm in my 30s now. Like, dad rock, like, for us is going to be like. Chumba thanks Wamba. for uh, Yeah, th- thanks <laughs> for giving us your $5 a month on uh, patreon.com backslash where. Um, now, here is Let's Get Retarded by Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 anytime someone says dad rock, still, I still think it's just like Bob Seger night moves. That's like the ultimate. Dude. Yeah. That's like your dad. Bob Seger rules. It's like, it's like your dad's just like, it's like, dad, did you drive a convertible? He's like, no, nah, it had T tops. T tops were way cooler. <laughs> I'd be like, did they leak? And he'd be like, oh, yeah, every time it rained. <laughs> <laughs> they never worked right. Didn't never care. Worked it was once. cool. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Bob Seger rules. Bob Seger. Time rock and roll. Yeah, dude. But I, if I like, when I think of dads like listening to music, closing their eyes, and going back in time, Night Moves is the funniest song for that for me. Like, yeah, I, just like, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I did a show in Canton one time. Is that like the place that's like a little bit south of Akron? Yeah. Yeah, I just show in Canton at, at that like I can't think of the name of the bar. It was some like very small bar, but I I like mentioned night moves offhandedly in a joke, and this like super drunk older guy just kept yelling night moves randomly throughout my set. Like he was so drunk that his head was like down on the bar, and I'd be trying to do stand up, and then he'd just pick his head up and go night moves. And that was I it. was that person uh, my freshman year in college uh, on the floor that I lived on this girl wanted to be a singer songwriter. So she would always like sit out and play her acoustic guitar. And the I was hallway? like, yeah, just like in the hallway out in like the common area, like anywhere that she could. And every time I'd walk by, I'd be like, Hey, you should really learn how to sing Bob Seger's night moves. <laughs> <laughs> like every time I saw her. And then like the one time I was like, Hey, you should really uh, learn how to play night moves. And then she'd be like the one time she's like, I listened to it. It's not good. So then we're not friends anymore. Wow. (laughs) When you would say that shit, was she like, Oh no, I'm like trying to write my own songs. And you're like, well, this song was already written. So half the job's done. Yeah. Like night moves is a perfect song. Like, what do you need to like, you're going to improve on night moves. Like you think your music is going to be anywhere close to night moves. No, I've I've never. Even when I was in a band, I don't think you could ever top night moves. It's a. It's like so quiche, but it's not. But like, it should be like our national anthem. I'd be very okay with that. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, when they're like, "All right, now everybody stand up for the national anthem," and then you just all lead off with, "Little too tall, could use a few pounds," like just right off the rip. Do you think that like old white dudes would be more chill if that was the national anthem, or would they be more like aggro? Would they be like, "You stand for the anthem. This is Bob Seger." 
Or would I they think chill I out? would be more aggro about standing for the anthem. If like, it was Bob like, Seger? Yeah, I would be like, we like the cops can like attack whoever they want if Night Moves is the national anthem. I really, I, I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. What, like the like the details, or just... <laughs> <laughs> no? But that'd be more fun. Like I would be like, all right, cool. Like I get what Colin Kaepernick is like kneeling for, but like it's it's physically impossible not to at least sway to, the, to our national anthem. <laughs> I just I just want to know how many people would like actually shed a tear during the like imagine like before Browns game non-COVID stadiums packed people are already drunk from tailgating night moves comes on they play the oh, whole I've been song. drinking since 7 o'clock it's one fifteen. fucking night they moves comes on the whole song it gets to that part where it gets slow and it's a, it was just like it slows down and it's just him and the guitar you tell me people aren't going to shed a tear I might shed a tear now. <laughs> just thinking about the Brown Stadium or just the combination of all of it or just night moves? All of that together. Like, that's just like, um, the Browns are in their first playoff game in like 20 years. Everybody's there. It's like December. Everybody's a little cold. Everybody's a little <laughs> drunk. You got like your family around you. If it's really just, cold, like, nobody's a little drunk. At the brown in the brown stadium, yeah. Everybody's right, like, they're drunk, hammered, drunk. All right, so yeah. you're hammered. So that's that's even worse. You get to like, you're just there. Everybody's <sighs> swaying together, and then it just drops out. And then he's just <laughs> last just night that. to a sound of thunder, and you're just like, <laughs> oh, just sobbing. <laughs> like times were so much easier then. God, I wish they, I wish they would make the national anthem like something like that. That's just like the most insane choice. Or even like, I think Trap Queen's a good choice. I honestly think Trap Queen is a great national anthem. <laughs> if it, if in that's the one that it starts with like seventeen thirty eight, right? If it would have started with seventeen seventy six, I would agree with you. <laughs> we can change it. We can we change, can change it. it. <laughs> And by it, I mean the Declaration of Independence, not the song. Like we can oh. just go back and post it. A little bit of whiteout, a little bit of sharpie, done. Is that what uh what Nicolas Cage was looking for? The uh, <laughs> he was looking for the thing in National <laughs> Treasure to change it so Fetty Wap made more sense. That would if that that would honestly somehow still make sense in the original plot of that movie. <laughs> I never watched it. Oh my god, it's just him like stealing the Declaration of Independence to look for treasure that Ben Franklin, I think, hid or something absurd. It's not any different than like were you like a big uh Dan Brown guy? Like um Dan Brown? Uh Da Vinci Code. Oh, uh no, I wasn't. Oh, I was a huge Da Vinci Code. Like <clears throat> like the second or third book of his was set in DC. And, like, the whole mystery was about, like, some keystone or something that was supposed to be all the secrets. And it was just, like, a stone in uh, the Washington Monument that, like, told everybody to work real hard or something stupid. 
and you're like this whole fucking book was just about a lesson about work ethic like this is bullshit well didn't they like biff the movie real hard too didn't they didn't they really um, fudge it <laughs> uh, it wasn't like it was not like tom hanks looks absolutely ridiculous in it um yeah, well all they did was give him long hair and a suit and people were like no that's not my hanks yeah well i mean so from the classy dinner podcast that like this is on the same stream so if you like went over it like i said that all like every movie that's ever been good is a tom hanks movie or like all of history is told by a tom hanks movie <laughs> like this is this is like a long like this is one of my longest running theories is that like i only learn things from tom hanks movies like forrest gump da vinci code um apollo 13 what's that movie with any of those. yeah Saving yeah that's private. all i learned from so da vinci code like yes like I, it was like kind of a weird movie but i'll sit and i'll watch the whole thing like i know it's gonna happen and i know who it was but i'll watch the whole thing do you i'm a like... sucker for a tom hanks movie really i do love tom hanks i was pretty i was really bummed this year when the, he was like he was on that list of uh that fake list of people that were like epstein guilty you know what i'm talking about Oh yeah, I did, and he also got COVID. Like that was like yeah. the big conspiracies. Like he was getting COVID to like be his sacrifice to get out of that or some shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I was like, there's that list was like an absurd amount of people, and they were just all like liberal leaning people, and they were like, "This is who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein," and like Michelle Wolf was on it, which is just <laughs> the whole. It was it was it was absurd. Well, I mean, it makes sense because she's like a New York person. So like she probably had like an apartment close. So like that's how they like got her on the list. But like, I mean, Bill Clinton was for sure hanging out with them. But I mean, hey. Yeah, I feel like all those rich people hang out together, though. Like once you like reach a certain like upper echelon in society, it's like you're in. You know, I mean, but at some point, like, I mean, we stop like it's the same thing as like open mic comedians. Like, as soon as you're like, ooh, this guy probably raped that chick, you like stop hanging out with that person, which it happens like every two years in the open mic scene, anyways. So then you're just like, all right, well, we can't talk to that guy anymore. Like, at some point, those rich people would be like, ooh, Jeffrey's like doing weird things with kids, probably shouldn't talk to him. Yeah, but I don't know. That's that's like different because I feel like people were like paying to be a part of his thing i don't know i don't like like this whole topic because it, it gives me the, like uh, it creeps me out a bunch but like the fact that like people were going to his like private island or whatever that's like really really creepy to me yeah, i'm sorry me. that the world is is icky to you joe yeah when <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Listen, what i want is night moves bob evans hats and santa outfits that's all I want my world to be. I don't need to know about the icky stuff. That if we could put that on my tombstone, even I'd be okay with that. If I die and those are like that's on my tombstone, I'd be really okay with that. Is that today's? Is that this this episode's rule? Is that we don't want the icky stuff. We just want Bob Evans hats. Anything with Bob, Bob Evans, Bob Seger. There's got to be another one. Bobbing apples. I'll take it. Actually, yeah, pretty pretty wholesome, right? Yeah. Anything with a bob is pretty like bobbers for fishing. Like those yeah. are good childhood memories. I'm trying to think of more bobs, and I, I'm doing that thing where you can't think of any more bobs. Well, Bob is short for Robert. Bob Dylan. And 
my last name is Ray Roberts, so that's most of Robert. How many people call you like, hey, Ray Roberts, and then they're like, look how original and funny I am? Does that happen to you That has literally never happened. Oh. I get Ray Ray. I get, you can call me Ray. You can call me Jay. I get, you must be a ray of sunshine. Really? You never get Ray Roberts? No. I'm disappointed in like the world right now. We, I, we were trying to avoid the Iggy stuff, and we fell right back into it. Yeah, this is. I mean, I'm more mad at you for coming up with that. Like, now that you spoke that into the world, somebody's gonna do that. Well, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I had a stroke when I said it. If it makes you feel better. Hey, here we are. We're all having strokes. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. If I don't, if I don't have a stroke on at least one stroke per week on our podcast, what's the point of doing this? If I'm not putting myself in harm's way, I'm thinking about getting bangs like this but i don't think it would work i don't think it would work either but i do want to see it very badly (laughs) (laughs) you'd look like every girl in the 90s and you'd like shop at hot topic (laughs) i already wear skinny jeans so like i'm halfway there freaking taps you ever heard that uh-uh. There was a guy that I used to wear. They called him Taps. It was tight ass pants. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, but like I, I remember in high school, like a guy, like this guy who like listened to Jimmy Eat World a lot, and like, uh, like was just super into music like that. And he would go to the store and buy women, like, because they didn't make ma- male skinny jeans twenty years ago. Oh no, I so, remember. Like, yeah, I remember. He'd like wear his girl, like he would wear women's jeans and like people give him shit. And now I'm like buying skinny jeans for men that they have just at like Express. Yeah. <clears throat> that was one like, like, I feel like the emo scene made those like a thing. Cause I feel like for a while you could only get, like, once they started making them for men, you could only get them at like Hot Topic and places. Yeah. Like that. I think the world needs to go back to like 2006, 2007. Like, it was just so much yeah. better. Yeah, the Rack like, and Tours Fallout put out Boy. their first album. Who? Rack and Tours, that song Steady As She Goes. That was 2007. Was it? Yeah. That song ruled. That was a banger. Certified, fresh. But when did they come out with Level? Because that's the same best Rack on Tour song. Same the same album. one? Yeah. Wow. That, like, might be my favorite band of all time. And that... Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's on the same one. Yeah. I might agree with you that that might be when we should have done it. Like, that should be it. Because I was going to say, like, we should have extended our timeline out until when, if we're doing this based off of the raconteurs, we we need to do it around level completely. Because that's a way better song. Yeah, that song is unbelievable. I'm, I'm just, I'm fact checking here. Oh, checking the year on me? 2006 fuck so but here i mean but 2007 that's fine because like it would have just like kind of we would have had a year to enjoy famous yeah yeah like i was looking at paramore songs the other day and like all of like paramore songs like it took them like 18 months to kick off from when they were released and I was like, th- like we just take it for granted that all of the Paramore songs are just out now. When before, like we just had to like hear them and on on alternative radio. 
someone someone the other day so like you can fact check me on this see if i'm wrong but someone the other day was like you don't listen to any newer music and i was like yeah i do like rock bands and stuff and they're like who and i was like cage the elephant and i was like they're like she, she was like they're like 10 years old i was like no they're not and they are they're like over they've been out for they've been around so like we're reaching that point where like in our minds i'm like yeah i'm still young and hip and fresh but also not at all yeah because that's yeah you're right i'm i'm looking up the uh the dates um trying to see what songs are on this one it's ain't no rest for the wicked that was their first like hit and it was on their yeah that first was album. the big one god damn dude you don't even want to know that's 2008 that's when i graduated high school that's when i got my driver's license jeez yeah that was a good year for me learns how to yeah, drive I, and my car broke down that's what i'm saying it. is like i said it the other day like if the world would have been a lot better if the mayans were right and we just called this at 2012 like that's honestly like really when it was no i i mean if they would have no 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 i'm gonna disagree with you on that one i feel but like what's be- come what's come after 2012 that's great well 2013 was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> They didn't make a movie about it or anything, but it was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, twenty thirteen was it? I mean, twenty thirteen wasn't the worst year. No, that was a great year for me. That was my, I think, sophomore, junior year of college. It's a good year. I don't I know. Twenty twelve. I think like like Obama had just won for the second time. Like that was he, wild. Yeah. Yeah, so like there's that. I had just graduated college. Um, well, I wouldn't have graduated college. Oh yeah, I would have. I would have just graduated college. So like I get the exciting part of like going to college and graduating, but then I don't have to do like the adult stuff afterwards. Um Yeah, I mean, it was just like we had all the Carter, like we had the Carter 3, that was enough. That was we a great album. Yeah. Yeah. We had the Blueprint 3. Like, there was no, like, bad kind of extensions of good rappers in the 2010s careers. We didn't have any of that. Yeah. I mean, I think things really... I think, personally, this is when I think the world went downhill, is when David Bowie died. That was, I that was I think, the turning... I think he was keeping... He was the glue that kept the universe together. He died. Everything went to shit. Hard. Because that was January 10th, 2016. Yeah, but here's the problem. And I, I know that you are like a big Ziggy Stardust fan. You're like, you love David Bowie. If you were a 14 year old girl that he tried to have sex with, like, you would consent to it. But like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like people need to need to calm down on david bowie a little bit like i get it like you're weird like we're all weird but like i don't know like <laughs> just like it's very absurd to me that the one thing i'm like out of everything i've said since we started being friends the one thing that you're like you need to calm down on is david bowie like it's, 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 not, really... it's not like hey stop buying bob evans hats that's not it it's like nah, that's, david that's bowie's fine. a little too weird 
yeah like every everybody's got their thing bob heaven's hats with like now that you like have the whole um story behind it of queens of the stone age like it makes complete sense why you would need at least one more like you just like replace the the perfect one with another one and then you get another one but then you're just like all right david bowie is what i'm gonna pin all of the world on everything on the world being terrible just is to clarify after david i'm not bowie pinning died. i'm not pinning the all of the world on it i'm pin- pinning all of the universe on it okay because just the world implies it's just the earth i'm pinning the fabric of the universe like if something there you see in the news there was like a star that just disappeared the other day that's because david bowie's not here there was a a what a star just disappeared and then when they asked science what happened the science guys were just like ah we think a black hole got it maybe but it's just gone dude space is wild yeah so like some legit like physics stuff because like there's like parts of physics where like they will look at particles and they will disappear and just show up somewhere else just yeah, like I, they'll just be like here it is and they're just but, like well, I, how I, does that happen and they're like it just happens like that's <laughs> and that's why like everybody's like oh you need to believe scientists and that's just what happens is not uh a good rule <laughs> okay wait so you know what i want to talk about can we talk about this yeah even this, the, like you're you're saying you're asking me if we can talk about it before you tell me what it is, but I'm just I'm gonna believe in you as somebody <laughs> with three Bob Evans hats. I'm going to believe that you've got our back on this. I do because this happened in the news the other day and nobody gave a fuck, and it's the coolest news thing. It was like the uh, I could be wrong. I think I have my facts down here, but it was the like space secretary of Israel or some like position in another country like i think it was israel's like space guy their head oh the alien thing everybody knows about that but nobody gave a shit he was like hey we found aliens they don't think we're cool enough yet we're not advanced enough and we're still fighting too much so they're not coming but there's like like there's a galactic federation and we're not members of it you know who's a member of it david bowie no he's dead not anymore oh is he in space is it like with elvis and tupac and shit I would assume. I would assume that he's a member of the Space Federation. He's like our representative, and they're like, David Bowie is Earth ready? And he's like, no. You know how he sounds. Can you call me Major Tom? Can you call me Major Tom? (laughs) This is Bowie to Bowie. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call me David Bowie. David Bowie's dead. I'm Major Tom. My name's and then they finally like they're finally like he's going by Major Tom now. They're like Major Tom. They're like Major Tom. Can you help us with this? And he's like, No, my name's Ziggy now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> the best part of this federation is everybody looks like a fourteen-year-old girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sorry that your hero sucks. Like it's not. He doesn't, he doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> Things were different then, all right? Jeez. It sucks when it's like somebody defend it at all. Like, it's not justifiable, you know? Yeah, like, that's, I think that's kind of why I, like, yeah, you brought up David Bowie. That's why I wasn't going to, like, shit on your dreams, is you brought it up, and I don't, like, bring it up all the time, is because you're, like, all right, yeah, it was, it's a bad look. Like, I, like, like, I have a shirt with Kanye West on it right now. Like, so, like, I get it. Like, he hasn't, like, (laughs) he hasn't, uh, like, raped anybody, but also, like, I get separating the art from the artist thing. 
And so it's like, I'm not going to bring, like you brought him up. So I had to bring it up. Like we're, we don't condone uh, any sort of pedophilia on this podcast. So we have to bring it up, but also like, yeah, you like, you like the songs. Like that one song that's in Inglorious Bastards, that song rules. It's a good song. I don't even know what song. I can't remember what song it is. I just know it's good. The one with fire. Oh, 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 cat people putting out fires. Yeah, great song. Yeah, dude. Like when she's like putting on her like lipstick and her makeup with that song in the background. Perfect song for that situation. Like that is a that's a banger of a song. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. He's he's my guy. To an extent. Do you like, so how do you listen to him? Do you like put headphones in and listen? Or do you like crank it on like a, a thing and like pick up a broom and pretend that, oh, you have real guitars. Do you play guitar to it? Yeah. My favorite, uh, there's that song that's like, <laughs> it's like Moon Age Daydream. And I just love it because it's such an absurd song. Um, But like that's someone that's like, bah, bah, bah. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama papa coming for you. And that's oh, just yeah. like the greatest opening line of a song. It was in Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, too. Um, but yeah, I actually usually I I will listen to them in the car. I like listening to music and driving a lot. Like I don't know if I had to pick one thing to like really like bring me back down and like relax me if I'm ever stressed out. It's just like literally just do a lap in the car and put on some music I like. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's one of the things that I don't mind like driving to shows and stuff. Is it like just gives you like yeah that that alone time, but it's also like you're like doing something like you're not and that that's where i think of like a lot of like jokes and bits too is because like i'm like listening to music and i'm like driving somewhere so like you're just like consciously doing something but like it's also like boring so like you're just kind of like like you have to do it but like you're barely paying attention and like your mind wanders yeah. it's like showering like no, that, no, it's, you- it's exactly like showering you're 100% right and like when the whole quarantine thing started I was like okay I have more free time I'm gonna, I'm gonna be writing so much more jokes you know and mm-hmm. like eventually I figured it out but like at the beginning I was like I thought I was gonna be writing more and I'm like barely getting anywhere and I couldn't figure out why and it's because I would like listen to my sets on the way to work and then like think about them and on the way home do the same thing and so like I and I have like a 40 minute commute to work so I wasn't like going over sets and thinking about jokes for over an hour a day which makes yeah, a and huge it's like- difference well, that would be my big thing is like on your way into work, like I wouldn't listen to sets in the morning. Like I would like, I'll like listen to music or like listen to a podcast and you like think of an idea on your way into work. And then you're just like putzing around with it for like eight hours. Like you, it's like in the back of your head. So then yeah. on your way home, you're like, ah, here, maybe this works. And then you're like drive to the mic and then you like say it and then like you record it. And then I'll listen on my way home from wherever I was just at. And you're like, oh, now it's written. Like, there it is. And yeah. now you're just like, I have to sit here with my notebook and then think about it for a week until I can go to the next open mic. And then I say it and I was like, wow, this went way better in my writing. And then you like stew on it for another week and try it again. And it's just, it's, that's the worst part. I, yeah, I have morning because your brain's not on yet. So then I'd listen to something. You, I'd like, there's like no filter in your brain because it's not awake yet. So you're just like, it's bad. It's good. Or we can work with this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it was like later in the day, I'd be like wide awake and I'd be like, ah, I don't really know what I feel about this. Or like right before bed, like like right before bed, I will oh. get like uh like I I'll get like that. an idea and then I'll have to like get up and like make oh, a and note write it. and yeah, then like yeah. yeah, like and I'll just like 
I'll just like lay down and it'll like just like right before I fall asleep, it'll hit. And it's always like that. All right. Well, if I get up now and write it down, I'm not going to be able to sleep for another 45 minutes. But if I don't, I'm going to forget this brilliant idea. That is the. uh, That's like the worst feeling, especially when it happens like more than once in the same night. And then the next day you look back at it and you're like, this was not worth it. I don't know if you've had that happen, but that's the worst. Yeah, and it's like I it happens all the time. Like, sorry, I thought like some big breaking news was happening. My phone blew up. Um, was it like Mitch Hedberg had a good joke about that happening? Uh, it's like one of the you know, it's just like a one liner, but I can't, I can't remember it. Oh, you mean Mitch Hedberg who has only one liner jokes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but like little shit, like, like I was driving home and I thought of the idea because there's like this big elaborate like old folks home on my way back from work. And like I see it every day and I like see the building and I'm like, that'd be a super cool hotel. And then I was like, what we should do is put old folks into hotels and make old folks homes hotels. Like I feel like and I'm like, that's just a genius idea. But like you're like driving and you're like you take the note. And I was like, this is going to be like, light. I don't even remember if it, there was like, I, it's in my phone. I don't know if it was like, I wanted it to be a joke or if I was just like, hey, I don't want to forget this. And then I look at it and I was like, what the fuck is this? What does this even mean? Like, yeah, it'd be cool to live in an old <laughs> folks home for a night. I'm trying to see. I was like, what was the last this? I think this is the last late night joke I wrote. If you want it, it's not good. Uh, I, Do you like Oasis? Ah, I mean, I know who they are. I like I don't, Wonderwall. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I don't like Oasis. And I was just like, I was like, Oasis sucks because they said they were bigger than the Beatles, and they were wrong. And the Beatles rock because they said they were bigger than Jesus, and they were right. And I like woke up to write that down, and I was like, that's a good bit. And then like you, yep. the next day you read it, and you're like, well, maybe not. Maybe you're just gonna keep that one on the phone forever, bud. <laughs> yeah, so. like it's it's. <laughs> like it's... <laughs> just like the nonsense and i'll like every once in a while like i'll just like before a mic or something i'll like go through my phone and just be like all right there's got to be something in here and then like like i i wrote why aren't christmas wreaths called cheery o's like what am i ever gonna use that for (laughs) like yeah it's brilliant but what like there's no point to it well next time that you get to be santa on a company zoom call yeah like (laughs) you need to open with an icebreaker that's it baby (laughs) yeah like just like just things they have in my back pocket just a ton of like dumb shit jokes like i'll think of them and i'll be like this is the greatest thing that's ever happened like i wrote a battle rap like i just wrote a like a like four bars of like a battle rap rap song and like i was like this is going to change the world. I texted a I guy was, that I know. Oh my God. Yeah, like I, I really texted a guy were... I know who's a rapper. And I was like, when I'm in town, we got to record this. Left it in my phone for two months. Looked at it recently because I was like, I'm going home. Let's see if we can line this up. And I read it and I was like, fucking my dog ate my homework. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I like texted. I was like, this can't happen. It was bullshit. It was terrible. When you said this is going to change the world, I was really hoping you would say the game because that's how i knew you would take your your rapping seriously 
it's not good like and i would like read it when i like when i wrote it i was like all right i got this it's good like i was like thinking of how i was gonna make it flow and then i read it like after a while and i was like oh this is not a good this is not good for anyone you know what do you know it's like something that's like speaking of rap music that i still think is funny uh people that pronounce both p's in the in rapping rapping like rapping rap ping there was like somebody I used to work with at McDonald's that would say like, oh, you know, like rapping. And then it was like rapping. It was like the weirdest. She was like old white lady just couldn't do it. And it's still funny. I can't even like mentally do it. But when she would do it, I would laugh every time. I don't know if that has anything to do with the P's, though. That's more of like you're accentuating the G. Rapping. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because rapping is like you just like hit the G. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. That's what that song's about is the G at the end of rapping. Your song? What was your song about? It was just a battle rap from it was generic battle rap or targeted. You want me to read it to you? Yes. What would what what part what why would I say no? I couldn't even get through that sentence because I was appalled that you would ask if I wanted to hear it. All right, let me I gotta find it real quick. This is gonna be purely Patreon. Like this is this is gonna be worth Harrison paying five dollars a month for it. I hope I didn't delete it. Oh man. For another thirty dollars, we can recover the deleted song from Ray's phone. So go in now, Cash App Venmo. <laughs> oh, here it is. All right, I found it. All it's right, longer than I going. thought it was. All right patreon.com backslash w-i-r-r it's like this is the best thing that's ever been written and now it's just gonna be like it's i'm embarrassed that that's a thing that's in my phone the thing that kills me the most about it is now like anytime i think you rapping i'm gonna think of you like how you just read it where you're just like kind of (laughs) sad you're like kid cuddy but instead of being like fun and sad you're just sad (laughs) and it kind of ruins the whole mystique Dude, I'm, I don't like Kid Cudi. Like, I wish I Excuse did. Me? I understand. I understand what people like about him. I just, like, it's one of those things that, like, it just misses me. It's like Dave Matthews Band. Like, it just completely misses me. I am not the target demo for that. Like, I would play it at parties in college because white women love Kid Cudi. Like, they True. love it. And I just can't get into it. That hurts my feelings. That was, like, that was like the first rap album where I like listened to it. I also don't like the way I said rap album right there, but like that was the first like <laughs> rap album that I listened to that changed the game for me. He's my favorite rapper. He's my favorite rapper. <laughs> rap. Actually, an EP, not an album yet. It's actually, uh, I, did you? I had the mixtape dude where he did the the prayer. That was a Kid Cudi was really good. Have you listened to his new one yet? Yeah, it was all right. It was pretty good. It's like not as much for me, but like, I don't know. He had a, we saw him. He came to Cleveland in like 2000 and I want to say 10 or 11. And I went with like my high school friends. It was like one of the first concerts I ever went to at the Gundarina or whatever, the Q. And he played like all his hits, all these songs. And then like, he was like, we're in Cleveland. I'm from here. So we're going to do a rock and roll song. And uh, he played Hey Joe, and like everybody around us sat down, and I was like the only one standing, and I was like, Hey, Joe. <laughs> like, <just> like, <laughs> I was like, I love Jim Hendrix. 
Yeah, Jimi Hendrix rules. Why don't you love Jimi Hendrix as much as David Bowie? Is it because he was only 27 when he died? No, I love Jimi Hendrix. I feel like it's like one of those, like, it's the same thing how I feel about, like, Nirvana and Amy Winehouse and, like, all those, like, 27 club people. is like, they were so great. Like, we wouldn't have had the Foo Fighters without Kurt Cobain dying. And I love the Foo Fighters. And, like, Nirvana probably would have, like, broken up at some point and then just, like, or, like, gotten real shitty. Like, I feel like they would have been, like, Guns N' Roses or, like, Amy Winehouse would have just, like, had Back to Black and then, like, not died. And, like, that would have been, like, her one good album instead of, like, kind of her, like, opus before she went. Like, I feel like they would have just, like, been done. Yeah, I mean, I was, like, I feel terrible, like, having this thought even, but there's, I think it is, like, a bell curve almost, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. You can only get so good with your music and then like no matter how good you are, you're like to go down. So if you're like one of those people that dies while you're at the top, everybody just remembers you as being the greatest. And then they're like, what could have been? Yeah. Even And they don't consider that what could have been would could have just been trash. Like when Biggie Smalls got shot, like it was right before. What was it? Ready to die or whatever. Like it was right before right that before. album came out. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like and you're just like. And then it came out and it was a fucking banger. And then you're like, all right, well, then, like, what happens afterwards? Like, he would have just been some old, washed up rapper right now, like Ice T or Ice Cube. Like, he probably would have been in movies, even though he was too ugly. Like, talking about voting for Trump and shit. Like, it would have just been not good. Can you, could you imagine him on like Law and Order SVU? (laughs) Like, instead of Ice. (laughs) <laughs> just like like i can't even like i need a i need like some nickels to put in my cheeks to try to talk like him. <laughs> that's the that's that's the dream for me it's just like sw- that's a really fun game just swapping out rappers for iced tea on law and order svu i think we just wrote a sketch um we might need to put this in the page like a tryout that would be- for that role <laughs> It's yeah, just... like that just be so funny. Like you know how the office, like in like the last season or like before the last season, when they got like the new manager and they had like Bob Odenkirk and Carey, yeah, yeah, and all of them come in and like do those quick interviews, like doing that with like all the different rappers for like Ice Cube or Ice T's spot. <laughs> I like I know Ice Cube. I'm almost positive already that Ice Cube is one of the people that interviewed. There's no because I feel like that dude's everywhere. Right, was he? He was in movies at that point already, right? He didn't like. Um, like, yeah, I think so. But I really think we should Friday. work on the sketch. Like, so when I'm home, I'm only home for a few days. Uh, so what we're gonna need is some baggy clothes, um, some chains, a uh, leather it. jacket. I don't. And some shoe polish. I don't have either of those things. All right. Well, how can we do blackface without shoe polish, Joe? I'm gonna go ahead and say we can't. All right, that's what I'm saying. That's why we need shoe <laughs> polish. <laughs> I think we're both like both of us are like we're not gonna do it, but for wildly different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> if you liked anything that you heard on this podcast, or you want to become a stranger yourself, make sure you go to Patreon.com. 
backslash W-I-R-R to hear out all the things that you have been missing on this episode, uh, the things that we cut out, the good stuff that we uh, saved for our strangers, and you can also sign up to see the video podcast so you can see us uh, live and in person, ad-free, with no edits at all, patreon.com backslash W-I-R-R.